Modern Mystic Shop has just turned three, and over the three years we've been in business, we've been able to work with people in person to help find the exact right tools for transformation and healing that they're looking for. But now that our virtual community has expanded through this podcast, we've lost the ability to consult one-on-one. That's why we've created a really fun quiz at modernmysticshop.com. It's just a few funny questions like picking your favorite Beyonce quote to help guide you to a collection of tools and products that can help you the most right now. So head over to modernmysticshop.com and take the quiz at the top of the website and find the personal solutions for wherever you are at life at this moment. When you find what you need, use code PODCAST to get 10% off your order. And as always, subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcast with the modern mystics in your life. Good morning, good morning. How's everyone doing today? Thank you all for being here. This is our last class of the season, last class of the year. Very exciting. We've had a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, year with Sunday School. Some great classes, great speakers, and I'm excited to close strong with our speaker today. Uh, I feel like we've been waiting for this class for a minute. We met maybe four months ago or something. Um, And so very excited for class today to talk about astrology. Um, Who here is familiar with astrology insofar as you know your sun sign, maybe your moon? Okay, cool. One of the things that we sort of see here in the shop with astrology is that uh, people get a little pigeonholed into, well, I'm an insert zodiac sign here, and so that's why I act the way I act. Um, I'm excited to hear the discussion today because it's more about using astrology as a tool for self-reflection, a tool of empowerment, a way to dissect yourself and get to know yourself better, not in a way that you're excusing your behaviors, but a way that you're in control of what's going on around you. So if you're also excited to hear about this, please put your hands together for Corinne. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out, for starters. And thanks to Modern Mystic and Kirsten for facilitating this. I'm really excited to share with you guys today. Um, So I'm going to give some time for questions. Or don't be shy to, you know, have feedback if you have feedback. I'll have space for that. So to start, I want to give you a quote. This is by Carl Jung. So this is just a quote that I like because it kind of shows the timelessness of astrology. Um, We are born at a given moment in a given place, and like vintage years of wine, we have the qualities of the year and the season in which we were born. Astrology does not lay claim to anything else. So in this way, we can view the birth chart as kind of like a roadmap of our psyche. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different complex elements that I'm not going <laughs> to bombard you guys with right now. Um, but the short, quick and dirty version is that your birth chart is a roadmap of who you are. And kind of it, it shows what's in your psyche, but it's not necessarily telling you what's going to take place physically. So, you know, I prefer the kind of astrology I like to teach and share is that this is this is kind of looking at our psychological patterning. This is not necessarily a predictive element for how is work going to go next week? 
When am I going to meet my soulmate? Am I going to get hit by a bus? You know, all these crazy, like, I think it's really easy to get taken away with these ideas and this predictive element that kind of really ungrounds us from, like, who are you, though? Like, I don't care how work is going to go next week. Who are you? And what makes you tick? And what are your strengths? And what are your weaknesses? And do we have the courage to look at that honestly and to see ourselves in that light and to be, you know, to be okay with what we're good at and to celebrate what we're not? Because we need each other, right? So, like, that is the whole point of this is, like, okay, if I am this fiery air person who's here to use my hands and talk loudly and, you know, I could talk for hours and hours about this. I am not the one who is super grounded, who can, you know, turn out the schedules and run the company and, you know, keep everybody on task. That's not my strength. But now that I know this, I can seek like-minded people to, or, you know, seek different people and we can work together in harmony. So, um, just a bit about the sort of astrology I practice. Uh, this is called esoteric astrology, uh, which is more concerned with the soul. So today we're going to be speaking, I'm going to be trying, uh, the way I want you to like relate to this content I'm going to present is through your sun sign. So that will go off of your birthday. Um, so everybody knows their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and does everybody know what sign they are based off of their birthday? Does anyone not? How about that? No? Cool. So we're going to be kind of focusing on the sun sign, which is our ego, which is like our personality. It's kind of how we get out of bed in the morning. Um, it kind of gets us through our day, but it's not necessarily the wiser, uh, maybe kinder, maybe more spiritually in tune part of us. <laughs> It's the part of us that says, I'm hungry. That was mean. How, did, how dare she? You know, it's, it's the reactive, responsive, like, we don't really take a minute to breathe because we're pissed, you know? Like, that's that. I'm mad, you know? It's, that's kind of the hat that the ego wears. And so in this purpose of this conversation, your birthday, your sun sign, whether that be, you know, I'm not going to list all 12, but I think you guys know. Um, that's kind of like the flavor of your ego. So in order to like dive deeper, that's obviously a conversation for a different time. Um, but that's when you would get into the more nitty gritty aspects of astrology. So, you know, your rising sign is kind of your higher self. If you believe in such topics, it's kind of the wiser teacher over your shoulder that says, I know you're pissed off, but if you just took one second and took a breath, you might have a more effective response, right? But that being said, for the purpose of this talk, we're just going to deal with our ego, kind of our, you know, what gets us dressed, what gets us out of bed. Um, my ego, I'm an Aries, so I'm like loud, I'm first, I'm intense, <laughs> you know, I'm competitive, I get pissed off. <laughs> um, that's what my ego is like, my ego, and you know, I'm going to tell you about the elements, um, but yeah. So this is also about giving permission slips. This is about giving us permission to be authentic, to be who we are. So, you know, for me, learning about this work was really enlightening because it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm at Aries, and I am impatient. I can be childlike. I can be selfish. 
These things are all true. And there's also a wiser part of me that sees it all and laughs and is like, wow, such an Aries right now. You know, like I'm able to be these things that might be negative qualities, but I'm also able to like be empowered because I know what to expect from myself in a certain sense. Like I know that if I am prone to anger, that when I start feeling that, uh, you know, warrior, like, oh, I'm going to burn something down, you know, like I can temper that and I can work on that, work to balance. Um, so the four, going to kind of go into the elements. Um, so the four elements we're speaking of, we have fire, we have earth, we have air, and we have water. So for the purpose of an astrology conversation, if you are an Aries, a Sagittarius, or a Leo, you are a fire, fire person for the purpose of this conversation. This being said, if you do get a deeper reading or you study more about astrology or you just explore in any sort of deeper way, um, you might find that the information I'm telling you about today doesn't resonate. And you're maybe you're, you're Aries like me and you're super quiet and introverted and you would don't like to leave the house, you know, like that's fine too. That just kind of shows that you have some deeper, more hidden elements in your chart. Um, and so that just requires a little more investigating um, and digging. But for the purpose of the conversation, I hope that everyone can kind of grab something to hold on to um, based on your birthday. And if you can't, that's great too. Um, so like I said, fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Then we have our air signs. Those are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Then we have earth signs, which are Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. And then last but not least, we have water signs, which are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So you should all know what camp you're in. Does anyone feel confused? Everybody know where they are in the element group? Yeah? Okay. So I'm just going to go through all four elements. Um, I'll have a few, like maybe two minutes after each section, if you guys have any questions. Um, so I'm going to start with water. So... Well, first, let me give you a metaphor for all four elements. So the way we live our modern life, like elemental wisdom, this is like some of the oldest wisdom being passed down through philosophers and mystics over the years. So this particular information I'm getting is from a scholar named Alice Bailey. She uh, was writing a lot in the 1920s and she received messages. So this is where I need you guys to suspend some logic with me. She received telepathic messages from an angelic guide named Dwa Kul, who was a Tibetan master. He was seen as an enlightened one um, from beyond the veil. And he gave her messages. He gave her downloads that she then wrote into book form, which I then studied through my teacher, Deborah Silverman, which is how I have this information today. So a metaphor for all the elements and how they play out in our individual psyches is think of our life cycle. So first, we're gestating. We're in our mother's womb. This is a very silent space. This is a very deeply spiritual space. No one can get to you. It's you're totally safe, you're, but you're in between realms. You're not 
truly a human yet. You know, you're in this weird <laughs> antechamber. But it's this very like deep, soulful space to be. And as such, water people, they are the element of sensitivity and feeling. And they are the ones, if anyone, who are truly able to tune into another realm. They are really kind of floating between worlds because, you know, like the baby in the mother's stomach, they're in between worlds as well. Um, so then we're born and we're given a name. This is air, the air element of communication and intellect. So we have a name. We start to get stories told about us. We go to school. This is your family. These are your people. What? Like, it's all just words, <laughs> right? But these are stories that we then are inherited and given, and then we then play out. So air, element of intellect, thought. This is not about feeling. You know, the water people are over here <laughs> feeling in the womb, and the intellectuals are on the opposite side just thinking logically. Then we move on to earth, the earth element, which is practical. So we begin to work. We work and we work. And unfortunately, in our current weird society, we are a bit overworked. We, you know, we go to school, we do the air thing, we learn stories, we learn who we are, we become intellectual, but then we just work for like 50 years and we get burnt out. Or, you know, hopefully we... <laughs> Hopefully not, hopefully we're living our passion, but the world we live in is celebrates this productivity, this work, this are you, what are you giving back? You know, it's not enough to sit around and meditate, that's not valuable. It's not enough to sit around and think, also not valuable. Again, these, this is not my opinion, this is just how I perceive our culture to be. Um, so the earth element is all about practical, it's all about valuing results. It's about getting things done, ticking boxes. And then last but not least, we have the fire element. And this is when you retire and you party. <laughs> so the fire people have energy. They're big. They're larger than life. And a lot of times they're too big. People say, shh, you're disturbing the peace, man. What's going on? And we just say, I'm trying to live. <laughs> I'm trying to be me. Um, but, you know, again, in our society, it's like we have to wait so long to enjoy this celebration cycle when, in actuality, if we were in a more balanced cycle, we would be working, we'd be chatting, we'd be meditating, and we'd be having fun. And it would be part of this balanced wheel. It wouldn't be this, oh, my God. I can't wait till I retire in 30 years so I can finally enjoy my life. Like, what is that about? Little unbalanced priorities. Um, but I digress. <laughs> so that is a little, you know, setup for the four elements. So I'm going to dive a little deeper into each one. So hopefully you can kind of latch on to whatever your sun sign is. You can kind of maybe find some elements uh, that resonate with you. Um, and if not, you know, like I said, all good. So first we start with water again. So this is this gestation stage. Um, water people are, they're just the most deeply sensitive, um, whether this be emotionally or physically. So these are the people that might not know what they're feeling all the time because they're feeling everyone's feelings so fun. It's like emotional soup. 
<laughs> so, you know, water people really, oh, something I forgot to mention. I'm going to kind of touch on how, like, mm, sorry, the negative sides and the positive sides. And I really don't want to do this to create more negativity. That's not my intention to say, hey, you're a fire person. You're annoying. You should shut up. That's not what I mean. It's just that I think as humans, we more easily latch on to negative ideas. They're easier for us to comprehend because it's a bit harder for us to believe that we are worthy of true happiness and true positivity all the time. And so before we can get to that lofty plateau, we have to start down here where we're like, yeah, I'm selfish and greedy sometimes. <laughs> you know, like I think that kind of um, levels the playing field or at least that's how it makes me feel. So I hope that's my, in it's not my intention to create any more judgment for anyone or any more negativity. It's just kind of to give you a, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? just to cultivate more understanding. Like I think it's, it's easy to only focus on the negative and never see the positive and vice versa. Like it's not really productive if I'm just sitting here telling you all the fluffy, amazing things about you. <laughs> um, so that being said, water people, you're gonna cry easily. So this is Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, whether you are this in your sun sign or you have this in your chart. You're going to be very sentimental. Maybe you save objects because they have a deep feeling for you. You know, here I am, like, clutching this for dear life. <laughs> um, you're going to get nonverbal when you're upset. You're going to be a bit of a worrier. So this is the interesting thing to me where psychology comes in. Some people don't worry. <laughs> you guys, some people don't worry. Can you believe it? I can't. <laughs> but, like... I mean, my mom is a great example. She's pure fire. She doesn't worry. She's like, forget about it. Positive. And I'm like, what? What planet are you from? Same one, turns out. <laughs> but, but like, you know, okay, I'm getting excited. <laughs> like a fire sign would. And so water sign people, you might second guess yourself. You might be so worried that you don't even think you're ever doing it right. And you're just always kind of in this chronic state of, oh, I'm not good enough, but I need validation. Oh, and I'm still sad. And, oh, man, I just walked into that room, and it was, like, really depressing. And now I can't get it off of me. Like, what, I, what do I do? Um, so water people really need to be careful about their sensitivity and their boundaries. Um, that's something that water people struggle with is the ability to put boundaries in place. So to say no when someone invites you to do something and you don't have the emotional bandwidth. It does not make you a bad person to say no, no way. Especially if you're a water person and people are always asking you to do stuff because you're so kind and giving inherently. Like this is something that comes naturally to you that other people inherently sense and so they want more from you because you are a giver. So it's important to be able to say no, to be able to not control your environment but to be conscious of your environment and to see like, oh, that person draining my energy doesn't make them a bad person. It just means I might need a little, <laughs> little crystal and some space. Um, these people might also often talk negatively about themselves. So 
you know, other elements are more positive, or like fire, you know, fire people don't really get down in the dumps as much. They can pull themselves up. They say, it's fine, whatever, I have life on my side. But water people, because they feel everything so deeply, these are the deepest feelers of the zodiac, they really do get in that negative space. And they really do think that they're terrible and everything's terrible. And so sometimes, you know, that's why we all need each other. It's like the water people need the fire people to say, you're amazing, I'll be your cheerleader, everything's okay. Um, these people are also quite chameleon-like. So because they have the deepest capacity to feel of the Zodiac, they can kind of change character a lot. They can be really talkative and chatty like an air person might. They can you know, talk to strangers, even if they might not want to because they're a bit more introverted by nature, yet they understand human nature. So they're able to connect even if they might not want to because they like kind of have this sense of having been there. Um, again, think of this like gestation in the womb. It's like, I can understand you because I know where you're coming from. I feel you on a very deep level. Um, they can also, you know, get really angry and be super emotional like a fire sign would, or they can be very stoic and calm like an earth sign would um, because they're so sensitive and they're really able to mold to their environment. So because of this, uh, water people really need a lot of private time, a lot of like sacred space, crystals, altars. The woo-woo is very um, comforting to them because they kind of inherently have this soul memory of, you know, maybe being in another life or being a mystic or being a channel or accessing any of this information that seems illogical and seems unexplainable and, you know, we don't really talk about in our culture as being true, yet the water person knows deep in their heart and soul what is the truth. And so these people really do well when they trust their gut and their instinct and they trust the vibes and they don't overthink it and they don't get in their head and listen to the negative story that might be there. They really just listen to their body because that's where our truth is, is in, you know, all within. Um, let's see, a few just a few more negative and positives. Um, sometimes these people can really, at the high level, they can be healers. So they can be hands-on healer or, you know, just through their presence. This is Christ energy. So this is the capacity to fully forgive anyone. They can forgive their perpetrator. They can, you know, be wronged, be treated, the, the, the you know, worst crimes of humanity, they have the capacity to forgive because they have the capacity to feel that. And so that is a really strong, you know, that's a beautiful element. Like unconditional forgiveness is no joke, people. Not everyone can do this. You know, that's why we have our water people keeping us all, keeping us all sane. Um, they have the ability, the high levels of compassion and high levels of empathy. Um, very touchy people, so, you know, very, can really make you feel safe, provide that safe space for you. Um, but, you know, on the other side, there can be overindulging issues here with drugs, alcohol. There can be, you know, kind of addicted to negativity where because you are so sensitive, you get looped into only the negative. And it's like, okay, if you can cut that script out, you can get looped into the positive and get addicted to that. Um, and yeah, these people, 
they're they're kind of the most complex because they're like the ocean. They can, their chain, uh, their emotions can change like the tides because, again, they're so sensitive to fluctuations in energy. Okay, so just a question for the water people: Can I allow myself to feel and not move away from the awkward sensations of loneliness, sadness, and depression? So these people, you know, they really have the ability to go to those dark spaces that maybe the rest of us other element people don't ever want to go to. Like, I'll go there in therapy, whatever. But like, these people, they really have the, they can heal you um, through this ability to hold space. Um, okay, and just a bit of healing for them. Like, to, in order to balance out this element, um, it's really important to cultivate a spiritual practice. Because as a water sign, you are this inherently spiritual person, whether you identify with that or not, you are tuned into another realm. So it's important to balance this, whether with meditation, yoga, prayer, tai chi, making music, making art, anything that gets you in this flow state where you're out of your logical mind that spins these stories that might tell you to worry, might tell you to be depressed, you know, get into this sort of flow where you don't, you're not going there. You're not dealing with those thoughts. You're just creating or you're just being. Um, okay, that's water. Any questions about water? No? Okay, cool. So now we're moving on to air. <clears throat> like I said, this is when you have a name. You're given a name. You're telling stories. Um, so these people, this is going to be Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. So these are the talkers. These are the intellectuals. Um, these are the people who really enjoy watching people. They ask questions. They observe. They analyze. Sometimes they interrupt. <laughs> Sometimes they finish sentences. I have a good bit of air, and I find myself doing this. Like, I'm just, like, filling in what someone's going to say. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, on the other end, that must not feel so good, right? It's kind of like, just let me speak. But when you have so much air, you have so much to say, you just can't even wait to get it out. Um, kind of you easily get bored. So you're really like a butterfly. Like this, you're going to see in a minute, this is very different from Earth. Earth people are so solid and practical, dependable. Air people could not be more unpredictable. <laughs> and, you know, they just love people. Like they, it's all about relationships for them, even at the expense of their own self. So it's always about you. Tell me about you. Let's talk. What's going on? Um, but they're conflict avoidant, so it, they'd rather keep the peace than really address the issues at hand that might need to be addressed um, because they kind of are, it's kind of a people pleaser energy of just like wanting everyone to be happy and that's that and, you know, harmony is essential for these people. Um, uh, but you kind of easily get bored with people you might need like a lot of people in your world. You might forget where you put your keys. You might promise to meet someone for dinner and forget where you said you were gonna go five minutes later. I know this happens to me regularly. And before I learned this, I was like, man, I am just an idiot. <laughs> but it's like, again, with the giving yourself permission, like, no, okay, yes, I'm flaky. And yes, I'm forgetful. And yeah, I'm like, a bird, but that's okay. That's great. That's what I need to be. And it's going to work for the people it's going to work with. For the people who have an issue with it, we'll go from there. Um, 
Uh, these people, though, they are very intellectual, so they do live in their heads. It can be hard to access the feeling world because so good at talking, it's kind of hard to go into that lived experience of, I am sad, you know, here comes the sadness. It's more like, I am such a good thinker. <laughs> I can think myself out of any feeling. Um, <laughs> so that's just something to be wary of if you are an air person. Um, these people, they really, they're very independent, very freedom loving. It's kind of, again, just a butterfly, like always wanting something new, never want to get bored. Like stable rep repetition is like, oh, what a yawn for an air person. Like that's just not how they vibe. <laughs> Um, these people are also visionaries, so they, they're very, they're quite out of the box. You know, here we are talking about astrology in 2019. It's, it's kind of an out of the box thing that I'm sitting here taking it seriously and communicating it to you guys. Um, and you know, these people are here to kind of lead us into the future through their thought process and through the way they think and through the way they communicate, um, which sometimes you know, seems very out there and very eccentric, and air people are the eccentrics. Um, they're the ones who kind of stand, they don't mean to stand on the side like they're separate, but they can kind of be perceived that way sometimes, because they're just, they're like, I can't relate. <laughs> I have all these other crazy thoughts happening. I can't relate to what's happening here. Um, so negative side can be flaky, definitely is a thing. Like, when you have so much going on, you can overcommit, you can let people down. That's a very real issue. Um, can be quite flirtatious, can not tell the whole truth. So it's like a bit of lies by omission. It's like, well, you didn't ask. And the other person's like, I thought you would just provide all the information. The air person's like, why would I do that? <laughs> you didn't ask. <laughs> um, and, you know, kind of an, an idea factory uh, so like a million ideas, but you don't have the follow through to get them done. It's a bit like a blue sky sort of person. So I feel this super hard myself. I have a million and one ideas, but have I got any of them done? Nope. And don't ask me about it because it'll just piss me off. <laughs> you know, and this is when we need each other to work together, right? It's like, I need the earth person to help me manifest because I'm just all in my head. I can't create because it, there's too many ideas happening. Um, uh, sometimes these people can come off as know-it-alls, which makes sense, you know, kind of like too intellectual for their own good. Um, but they also have the capacity to tell themselves stories, so to tell themselves lies. And it's different in the way that the water people kind of get caught in this negative thought process because um, that's more like they're picking up vibes from the environment. Air people more just makes shit up. <laughs> Sorry if I curse. <laughs> they just like spin yarns because they're so good at it, but they don't like it's an important tool for self-reflection to see like, oh, did I just make that up? Like, did, is that person really feeling that way about me or did I make it up? Most likely made it up. Um, and so this is where, you know, the air people need to use their gift of communication to reach out, to really extend the olive branch. Like this, it's, what is it? It's, um, ask yourself, why am I speaking and who am I serving? Practice saying, I need you, I miss you, I feel sad, I was wrong, I need help. 
So it's like, you know, these air people, they can talk and talk and talk, but if you're not saying the right thing, if you're not saying something meaningful, then how is the com you know, communication productive um, or moving the needle in any way? So it's important with all of this capacity for communicating that you're communicating in, in a thoughtful, intentional way and, you know, helping to bridge the gap. Maybe someone doesn't know how you're feeling. You know, you guys know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Um, and then the positive side for the air folks, they're really great listeners. So it's a challenge to know when not to talk, to, you know, when to read the room and give the other person space to really share. Um, and they're very inclusive. They're able to really bring groups of people together because they're so interested in relationships and harmony that it's, it's second nature for them to say, hey, you know, meet my new friend. Come on, we're all going for drinks. Whereas for someone else, maybe the introverted water sign who doesn't even want to be there or the earth sign who says they have too much work to do and they're stressed out, they just need to go back to work, you know, that, that's not something that comes as naturally to them. Um, so they really are good at building group, building community. Um, and, you know, when at the high level they can really uh, be teachers or poets or wisdom carriers um, because they are able to access information, you know, not necessarily from another realm, but sometimes you can get cognitive downloads um, from spirit or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, and just a little, like, healing, balancing. Um, so if you... If you struggle with air, if it's hard for you to speak in public, um, you know, something like public speaking or social etiquette classes are helpful. Or, you know, just asking questions about the people around you. Like, a lot of times, all it takes, and air people know the wisdom of this, is just asking a question about someone else. How is your day? How's your year? How's your mom? How's your job? It doesn't matter. As long as you're engaging with them, showing them that you're interested, you know, that is the first that breaks the ice in a way that it's hard for some people to do and very easy for others. Um, and it's also important for air people to balance to really either write in a journal or find someone to just gab to, just to get it out and like to kind of get, establish their own voice um, because air people do have so many other voices in their heads or, you know, so much, so much information they're trying to communicate. Um, it's important to kind of remember who they are, what their true feelings are, rather than always just checking in with the other person and being relationship-oriented. Um, okay, any questions with air? No? Okay, moving on to Earth. So these are our Taurus Virgo Capricorns. Do we have any of you guys here? Yay! <laughs> Well, I just want to thank you for coming because you are the most skeptical. <laughs> I would think that maybe you think I'm just making all this up, and it's fine if you do. <laughs> um, because you guys have your feet on the ground, right? You're not, like, in everybody else's feelings, like water. You're not all up in your head in the mind-mental realm, like air. You are on the earth, and you know how to get stuff done. So you're very productive, you're very dependable, you're very steady, you like routine, you like knowing someone is going to call you back when they say they do, you like knowing what you're going to eat every day, you like knowing your schedule, 
You don't like these flighty air people who say, I'll meet you at five. Oh, JK, I forgot. No way. That's like, that is not cool to you. It's not cute. <laughs> um, earth and water work best together because I don't know if you can kind of get a sense for these elements the way I'm speaking about them, but water is very grounded, very psychic, very, you know, sensitive, like I said, and earth works well with that because you guys are just trying to get stuff done. You don't even want to think, you don't even need to think about the woo-woo because that takes you away from your timeline. <laughs> yep. Um, and so you'd be very organized. You'd have a list of details. Kind of crossing off your list kind of is like sex for you. It just like feels really good to get stuff done. <laughs> Um, and for you, you know, life has a cycle. Projects have a cycle. There's a clear beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. Rather than these flighty, unpredictable air people who just make stuff up, you need definition, you need clarity, you need rules, you need regulations, you need it spelled out, you need paperwork, you need it to be signed on the bottom line, you need to be making money. Earth people on the low road can you know, be a bit obsessed with money and obsessed with the pursuit of material wealth. I have a good quote for that. Glamour and greed are the two most distracting influences in the human psyche, preventing us from remembering our true nature. So not trying to throw shade at earth people at all, because we all have our problems. Um, but you guys, because you are so earth focused, you do sometimes um, maybe go overboard with the spending or with the uh, treat yourself. Treat yourself is kind of like an earth sign joke. <laughs> um, Self-care. Um, but these people are really the ones you want to call when you want to get the job done right because they're going to follow through. They value that. They are have a high degree of integrity, so they're not going to let you down. They're not going to lie to you. They're not going to, you know, do this slippery stuff that the other other three might be prone to. They really are loyal. They'll follow through on their word. Um, these are the people that want the insurance policy. <laughs> um, they are good at money and finances. They might be, you guys might see yourselves as being a bit slow, maybe a bit boring as compared to everyone else. But again, this is, this is perfect. This is exactly who you are. You're not supposed to be like, the flighty air signs or the crazy fire signs or the in their feelings water signs. No, you're supposed to keep us all together. Like you guys are the, if anyone's a therapist, it should be the earth signs who are just like, you guys need help. <laughs> um, because they're so stable. They're so predictable. They're so consistent. Um, sometimes you guys can work too hard. You can forget how to have fun. Um, you can be highly judgmental of yourself and others. So there's always this whip. There's like this, you're not doing it enough. You could have done that better. Even though you got constructive feedback, you're still, you could do way better. And so a challenge for the earth people is to be able to speak kindly to yourself, to be able to relieve yourself of some of this judgment that you're just putting on yourself and it drives you to succeed, right? Like, you have success and ambition. That is part of who you are, but you're never going to get there if you're never doing enough, right? That's not a healthy mindset 
to cultivate. So if you are able to find balance and appreciate, you know, maybe these like central pleasures that you work so hard to enjoy, like earth people, they really love food. They love quality. They love organic, vegan. They love labels, high quality, maybe fancy jewelry. Everything comes at a price because you worked for it. You earned it. And so you deserve it. It's just the trick of not getting so sucked into this like materialistic, like, okay, now that I just worked 90 hours, I'm just going to run it up, you know, all weekend. Sure, treat yourself if you want to, but make sure you have that balance and, you know, you are seeing the world as more than just work and then pleasure. Um, Yeah. And let's see. You, yeah, just kind of ease up. You guys have very high standards, so you're never getting it right in your eyes. Uh, You might judge yourselves for being too slow, for weighing too much, for not having nice enough wardrobe, whatever it is. Um, So the challenge here is to really just give yourself compassion. Maybe reach out to one of your very sweet water sign friends who can tell you how amazing you are. Uh, Maybe ask for feedback about how good you're doing at work. Um, You know, the earth signs, they work the best. They're the most productive, and they're the ones least likely to take the positive feedback of how good they're doing. So it really is important to be able to balance out, you know, all the work you are valuing so much and be able to appreciate other people's feedback and say, wow, like, you're a badass. You know, take that to heart. Um, and the one thing, sometimes you guys can be a little, uh, control freakish. <laughs> so a lesson from air is to accept change, to accept unpredictability. We can't control the world. I wish we could. <laughs> yes, we can, says the earth sign. God bless. <laughs> so you maybe talk to an air sign friend who's going to blow you off anyway and say, how can I accept change? And then you can teach them about how to be a little more productive for once. Um, okay, so those are three. And we have fire left. Whew, any questions about Earth? <laughs> I'm having fun. I hope you guys are having fun. Um, so fire is left. And fire, like I said, this is retirement. This is party time. Um, Fire is the element of energy and passion. Um, And so these people, they really thrive on energy. So they thrive on getting, on moving. They get more energy through expending energy. So this is not, if you have fire in your chart, you, it would serve you to move your butt. (laughs) Uh, In any capacity, even if it's breathing exercises, kundalini breathing is really balancing for this element. It's just to get some of this chi. It's like, you know, as an Aries fire sign, people are always like, how the heck do you have this much energy? What do you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I just am. Like, ah. (laughs) So it's really important to be able to channel that into some creative element or to run it on the treadmill, whatever it is. Um, And so if you're a fire sign, Aries, Leo, Sag, people might want to turn you down. They might say you're too intense. These people really get labeled early in life. You're so intense, yeah? Like, if you could just be a little quieter, 
if you could just not be like that. And we're like, like what? <laughs> you know, like the world is not ready for fire signs. <laughs> no, that's silly. I don't really mean that. But <laughs> if you're a fire sign, you're kind of naturally deeply interested in philosophy and spirituality. You're kind of this natural drama queen, drama king. You're hot-tempered. You're inspiring. Other people look to you because you have all this energy that, you know, now we have the earth and the water people that are way more chill. They have their own strengths, right? They're not out here, like, yelling and screaming. So we are, the fire signs can inspire others to be their biggest selves because we are so ruthlessly who we are. Like, fire sometimes gets in trouble because they say the thing everyone's thinking. They just blurt it out with no forethought, and everyone else is like, y'all are so messy. We're like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But we need that. You know, if no one's going to speak the truth, how are we going to evolve? How are we going to move on? How are we going to get better? Um, These people are also, it's very easy for them to find joy, to laugh, to find humor. Like, Like I was saying about mom always giving me the positive spin when I get down in the dumps because they have the ability to just really be playful. And they, you know, again, it's like fire and air are up here. They're like locomotion. They're like space. They're like a tornado. They get together. They just like have a party. They're talking. They're having a great time. Earth and water are down here making mud, like being really supportive and very kind and like giving you that space to land after you're done partying, right? But... (laughs) But we need both to balance each other out because if we stay stuck in the mud, we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to be in our feelings all day. And if we stay up here, we're never going to address our feelings (laughs) and we're never going to get any work done. So, again, it's all about balance. Um, And, yeah, these people can really be life of the party. They can stand up for the underdog. Um, These people are really, like I said, they're going to speak out, going to speak speak to the truth. So if they see injustice happening in society, these are the people who are going to call it out, going to be the whistleblowers. Um, uh, a thing with fire is that anger can be an issue. So I know myself, I'm quite hot-tempered. It's like, boom, I'm pissed. I don't like that, but that's how it is. And so, you know, it's kind of like you can either make others mad or anger is an issue for you. Maybe people think you take over, you come in, your energy's so big, you're like, oh my God, I wish she would just, but that's who you are, you can't help it. So, you know, learn to be okay that others might find your presence to be overwhelming or overbearing. Um, Rejection is another thing. Like, you know, fire sign people tend to think that they might, I'm too big, no one can handle me. And that might be the case, but that's okay because you're here to be your big self and to teach us to be our own true selves, right? So to be inspiring, to be true to who we are, to speak the truth, to be independent. Um, Fire and air people are technically or traditionally the more independent. Earth and water are the more security-oriented, cozy, (laughs) um, cuddly, sweet types. Um, Let's see, just a little more, a few more words for fire. Just to embrace change, like you love change, you're highly independent, you can do it yourself, you are capable of doing things yourself your own way. Uh, Your gift is generosity, so really lean into that. 
you are highly generous and others appreciate that. So, you know, live that up. Um, and it's okay to ask for attention. Fire signs need to be seen. They need to have a stage, an audience. So it's okay to ask for your needs, you know, like I need some feedback for you right now. I need some attention. Um, and a question to ask, am I willing to stand up for myself? Can I tell my truth, even if it means creating disharmony in its wake? So again, fire sign people are here to, to say the truth, whether or not we're ready to hear it. It's like, think of the elements, you know, it's more fire just like burns. It doesn't make apologies. It doesn't say, sorry, I burned over there. I didn't mean to, you know, like it's, it just is, and so by that pure form and essence, it allows others to be who they are um, because it is so unapologetic. Um, and, okay, any questions about fire? No? Um, I just, I want to give you a few pop culture references for each of these elements just to see if you guys can kind of, like, make any um, parallels. I just think it's fun. So for the water people, we have Ariana Grande. She's a Cancer. Drew Barrymore, she's a Pisces. Lana Del Rey, I believe, is also a Cancer. And Ruth Bader is a Pisces. Um, oh, and then Courtney Love. Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain were both water signs. And I don't know if you know anything about them, but they were just in their feelings and, like, addicted and, like, creating beautiful music. But kind of got ruined by that, right? So that's kind of the low side of water and the deep sensitivity. It's like they have such a huge capacity to feel that sometimes it's overwhelming and you just want to numb out and not be on earth anymore. It's understandable. Uh, air. We have Oprah. <laughs> so she's the communicator intellect. Uh, Kim Kardashian, who's now going to be a lawyer. Hilarious. But again, that's a mediator. That's someone who's using their words constructively. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, I think she really brings a lot of interesting conversation. You know, she really moves the needle through the subject she speaks on, through what she gets out of people. She has that ability, I think, and Oprah as well, to hold space to get other people to be their true selves, to really share what they uh, are here to share. Uh, Earth, we have Beyonce. So, Beyonce, have you ever seen her make a mistake on the dance floor? I haven't. <laughs> and we have Michelle Obama, huge go-getter. And Greta Thunberg, who just came out of the woodworks and clapped back and, you know, put Trump in his place, which was amazing because so she's a Capricorn, and Capricorns are the most primed for corporate success because they just... They don't have time for your feelings. They don't have, sorry, we gotta like get some work done. And I think, and they can come off as being savage to the more sensitive types, right? But I think in this circumstance, it was perfect. Cause it was like, I don't have time for your childish antics, dude. Like what? Like I'm speaking facts. Um, <laughs> and then fire signs, we have Lady Gaga, we have Madonna. We have Miley Cyrus, we have Nicki Minaj. So these are just huge, right? They're huge personalities. You could not ignore them if you tried. They, they make it known what they're here to do. And you know, half the time, they're not doing a lot. They're just entertaining, which is kind of like 
a fire thing. It's like you're just here to inspire. You're just here to be you. Be true, be you. Um, so those are some pop culture. Um, okay, so just to kind of tie it all together. <clears throat> so obviously in astrology and the birth chart, there's a, l a lot more than what we just talked about. So what we just spoke on was just concerning your sun sign, which is like I said in the beginning, is only dealing with your ego, kind of your personality, how you move through the world. So if nothing I've said has spoken to you, that's okay because maybe, you know, maybe you're an Aries birthday, but you have all this water in your chart. So you're secretly this like weird mystic who's like wearing this mask of being this fun party person, right? So that's why it's important, or I find it important <laughs> to um, go a bit deeper into your birth chart and see the other influences that are helping you out because your ego, we have to know more about who's driving the car. Let me give you this quick metaphor. So if we have a car, the ego's driving. So what we just talked about, your birthday, in charge. The ego's always in charge because it's your ego. It's like your conditioned response. Like, I can't not be an Aries. It just is who I am. But then in the driver's side, in the passenger seat, excuse me, we have your moon sign, which is your, the way you emotionally process. So you might have a moon sign in any of these four elements that's totally different. So you might, like for me, the way I emotionally process, it's water. So I just, I go quiet and I just like meditate and, you know, cry. And it's totally different from my fire fun party. Then we have a third element who's in the back seat, And this is the most important one. This is the one I would encourage you to get a reading to find out about. This is called your rising sign or your higher self in the soul-centered astrology I have learned, um, this is seen as your higher self. So this is, it's in the backseat because it's never gonna interrupt um, to give direction. So the front two are trying to just drive on their merry way and they don't ask for any help because they're a little egoic. They don't think they need help. They're just like, I'm the best, I'm in charge. But in the backseat, you have your much wiser higher self who kind of is like the angel on your shoulder who sees the big picture and is able to give the most poignant advice if you were wise enough to check in and ask. So when we talk of like your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, your rising sign is in the back seat, just like seeing the whole picture, but only gonna step in if given the opportunity. So, you know, an astrology reading can be a very enlightening experience because like for me, it's like I was living just as this Aries, like aggressive, woohoo, party. Then I, you know, found out about my emotional side that was really sensitive. Like, wow, no wonder I pick up on people's vibes and like am sad a lot. <laughs> and then in the back, though, is this air sign. So the air sign has given me permission to communicate and to share and to be intellectual and dive into topics like this and feel empowered by it and feel like it's me sharing a gift like this. It does when I speak in this way, it feels like I'm part of my purpose because I'm kind of tapping into this wiser part of me rather than the scared Aries who says, I'm so self-conscious. And, you know, the dramatic cancer who says, no one's, everyone's going to hate it. It's all going to be sad. You know, it's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like <laughs> your higher self is here to communicate, to be intellectual. So if you just do that, you'll be on the right path. Um, so 
Yeah, and this higher self is what we call the observer. It's kind of the voice of compassion. So it's the voice who is always going to see what you're doing and always only going to have a compassionate response. So our ego, we often get, we judge ourselves. You know, like I've been saying, we tell each other, we judge, we think we're not good enough. We worry, we judge again, like we're, we're egomaniac, whatever it is. But your rising sign is the one who is able to see the big picture and see your strengths and your weaknesses and, you know, kind of give you that. It's kind of like a reparenting technique. It's like, okay, like I'm safe, I'm whole, I can do this. Um, it's always going to give you that uplifting, inspiring advice. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess, I hope you guys got something out of this. I guess the most important thing to me is to be able to see where we fit in the cosmic picture and to not try and make ourselves be anything we're not, right? So I think so much energy in relationships is expended on why didn't, why weren't you like that? Like, okay, let's use an air person and an earth person example. I've used that several times now. It's like the earth person, so grounded, so capable. They're like, why didn't you finish this project? The air person's like, I got distracted. I'm so sorry. And like, it does not, it's so unproductive if they were to keep fighting, right? And to keep saying, I can't, why? How can we change? How can you change? And the air person's like, I just, it's not how I work, right? So it's like, in sharing this work, I hope that we can become fully actualized in what we are here to give, whatever element we are, whether it's to be loud and big, to communicate intellectually, to hold space for others in their feelings, or to just work and be a badass and be productive, more productive than anybody else. Like, I just want to break down this script of always comparing and holding others to these unrealistic expectations that are really only projections of our own unresolved sides of who we are, you know? Like, if I'm a fire sign and I'm mad at you for being too quiet and uninspiring, that's me. That's my own ego that I need to work out, you know? Like, it, we are all so, we're all worlds. I mean, we're all like these prisms with a million different sides, but if we can at least get like a flavor or like kind of get sorted into one of the few groups, it kind of gives us some or one of the four groups, the four elements, it gives us some self-empowerment because we know that when the earth person gets mad at the air person for dropping the ball, that there's no use for more judgment and more irritation, anger, whatever that hard emotion is. Like, we don't need to go there because we can own who we are and we can say, hey, you know, I'm really sorry to have disappointed you. This is just not how I operate. I would love to fix this problem another way. What do you propose? You know, like we can always find a healing way to resolve the situation. Um, so <laughs> that's what I have to say today. And I really appreciate you guys all coming out. This is a beautiful crowd. And thank you so much to Modern Mystic. And if you guys want readings, come see me up front. <sighs> and that's it. <laughs> This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.